I just had Dinolicious ice cream, which was half green and half brown. You would think the green part would be mint flavoured, but it wasn't. Uh, unfortunately, it was just chocolate ice cream. Gratisimum to episode one, the first ever real episode of Animal Creatures podcast. Today's episode is going to be about the fierce, the fearless, the IDGAF honey badger. Yay! And they are also called the Rattel. Now, I think the honey badger is one of my favourite animals ever. Uh, They fascinate me and they are such amazing and interesting creatures. Um, I think I found out that they existed maybe several years ago when I watched this documentary. Um, At the time, I was really into documentaries, watching big cat documentaries mainly um, and David Attenborough ones. I came across this one, uh, which was about a honey badger. If you go on YouTube, you will find it um, just by typing honey badger, and it's the one called The Legendary Honey Badger Nature Documentary 2018. And straight from the beginning, you get this anecdote of um, one particular honey badger in the wild, and it's amazing. This honey badger um, was so hungry... It hunted and, you know, caught this puff adder, I think it was, um, this extremely venomous snake that could kill a human as well with one bite. And this this ratel, or honey badger, just eats it. It eats its head. But in the process of trying to catch it, it gets bitten on the cheek. And then, unfortunately, the venom seats through his body um, as with any animal and he essentially dies or it doesn't specify the documentary says it's a Nat Geo wild documentary by the way it says he dies but I don't know it might be he just fell unconscious but normally for any animal you would it would die then but after a few hours the ratel just comes back to life. It just revives, um, which is amazing, and carries on eating the snake, which is, oh, like, that's just definition of fearless, and, yeah, it must have been really hungry. Anyway, um, as a child, that just blew my mind, and since then... The honey badger has been my favourite animal, and it's also my Patronus. Um, there are, I'm going to talk about a few fun facts about them, and hopefully you will love them too. Now going over some basic facts about the honey badger, just to set a background about them. Um, so their class is mammalia, they're mammals. Order is carnivora, family mustelidae. Genus Melivora, species Capensis. So their Latin um, scientific name is Melivora Capensis. Um, as I said, they're in the Mustelidae family, and I love the Mustelidae family. I think that they have such adorable faces, but inside they're so fierce, and they have just so much personality. 
and Cheek. <laughs> um, the Stelizai family and the Panthera family, which is the big cat families, are my favourite. Um, love them. Okay, so um, I'm talking about what they look like. So they are mostly black. Um, they look a bit like they have the face of a skunk, um, but they're a bit more flat and their tail isn't as luscious as the skunk. They have one wide um, white slash grey band that just blankets the upper half of them, just the back and the head, top of the head and the top of the tail is just one um, blanket of white and grey which kind of looks like the badger um, in the UK and they are 29 to 38 inches long uh, I've never understood inches or feet or ounces and pounds it all of the um, cooking manuals uh, the cooking recipes seem to say um, the ingredients in cups and stuff but we've never had like a cup measurement so we have to research how many grams that's that particular cup is uh, which is so tedious anyway that's a bit off topic but anyway um so i'll say in centimeters which is 73 to 96 centimeters i think that might be a bit smaller than i expected um that mm, i think you could compare them with the basset hound which is roughly the same size i think and they've also the basset hound also has little stubby legs like the honey budger Honey badgers live in Africa, Southwest Asia and the Indian subcontinent and they've been known to live up to 26 years in captivity, which is in zoos. 26 years is, I, I would say, pretty good considering um, the average, average lifespan of a dog is t 10 years to 12, I would say. Um, I don't know why I'm comparing it with the dog, but I think... I guess it's easier to compare and, you know, when dogs are in our everyday lives and honey budgers aren't, which you'll be glad about because they're not the friendliest. I'll tell you why. Because honey badgers, their real proper name is the Rattel, but they're more commonly known as honey badgers because they love honey. Uh, they will go out of their way to get the honey from beehives. And what they eat isn't actually the honey, but the bee larvae found in it. And their skin is so thick that it can withstand loads of bee stings. If you go on YouTube, you can watch clips of them literally invading the um, bee's private area. Wait, no, I, I didn't mean it like that. Like, the bee's privacy, you know? It just bombards the um whole colony and they're they're fine with the bee stings i would never do that uh never without any gear but the honey badger on the other hand is absolutely fine to get their favorite treat 
going on to some of their um, adaptations. So their really long and sharp claws help them dig and uh, defend themselves. Um, they can be used to, you know, claw themselves into the beehives to get the good, good honey or just, you know, digging for dens and places that they want to sleep in. They would either dig their own little cave or they would uh, steal other animals' caves, maybe um, if they're abandoned dens. So um, they live underground, or, well, sleep underground for most of the day. Um, that's mainly why people don't see them as often, because they don't come out of their dens for a while. And about their really, really thick skin, um, they can also cope with porcupine quills. If you've seen a porcupine before, those quills are really intimidating. They are, you know, really deadly spears. Um, if you look at it microscopically, you can see little spikes that go the other way. So if it's lodged in, um, the spikes go to outwards. So it's really hard to take it out and um, it's painful. I can tell you that. I've never experienced it, but I can tell it's painful. But when you search up honey badgers and look at the photos, you would. Um, I always see this one picture of a honey badger just casually walking with um, a few porcupine quills just lodged in its back. Um, and they're fine. It's incredible, really. More about their skin. Their skin is really loose. So if, say, uh, a lion was to, you know, attack it by grabbing its back, the skin is so loose it can just, you know, spin around and bite the lion in the face. So they're very well adapted to deal with these bigger predators, but a lot of the time the honey badger gets away with it. Um, there are clips on YouTube, again, of honey badgers just, you know, fighting against lionesses. Uh, it's being toyed at, but it it doesn't give up. Um, it also chases away jackals and other apex predators. They have, they don't usually get eaten because of their fierce nature. And that's why you don't want to meet a honey badger. I love learning about animals and their adaptations. I think it's just so interesting seeing how each animal has evolved to survive in this world and in the wild. It's just incredible how each of them has different bits about them that help um, them live and survive. And honey badgers are no different. I just find their adaptation super cool. Remember when I said they look like the skunk? Their face looks like the skunk, but their white stripe also resembles their stinky cousins. Um, and like the skunk, they actually also have a stinky liquid gland at the base of its tail. And 
whilst skunks actually spray the stinky liquid um, to, you know, any dangers that approaches them. And if you get ever get sprayed by a skunk, you will stink for a few days or a few weeks even uh, because it just clings on and you can't wash it off because it's so strong. For the honey badger, it's not as um, clingy. It does go away after a bit, but it still stinks just as much. And instead of spraying, it drops a stink bomb, if you will. And normally it would be for marking territory, but if you just step in the way and really frighten it, as with any animal, they have a defence mechanism, which is this stinky stuff. And you will get bombed by that stink. Uh, take a shot every time I say stink. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was pretty cool. I realise I haven't actually said what they exactly eat. Yes, they do eat honey, but that can't provide them enough food. So they would literally eat anything and everything anywhere. They're omnivores, um, so they will go after mammals, like little rats um, that might go underground and with their really big claws they can dig, dig, dig super fast and catch them. Sometimes they're unlucky, they'll um, force them out of the burrow but then a nearby um, bird or bird of prey or jackal might get it but usually they're pretty successful. They also eat birds, reptiles, insects, larvae, as I said, plants, fruit, eggs and roots. So really quite a range of food there and you know with their real sharp teeth as well um, can really help with you know finding carcasses and eating any meat. So, they're pretty good at finding food, I guess. Okay, so, I love that honey badgers are so intelligent, just as much as their fearlessness. They are really, really clever, and I love really, really clever animals. I mean, if you think about it, maybe our perception of intelligence is a bit um, iffy. Maybe pigeons are as... Uh, a bit more intelligent than we think. Although they are quite, they have shown to show, shown to show, uh, cleverness. I actually did a whole pro a history project in year eight, um, about uh, animals that served in the war, and pigeons were quite useful sending messages, um, between the troops, um, but. Okay, intelligence in our terms, I think, you know, I've really found honey badgers to be quite fascinating. Especially when I learned about Stoffel the badger, um, that could escape from all the enclosures despite the zookeeper's efforts. Stoffel will always find a way to escape from that, and I found it quite funny, but... 
uh, yeah, the the thinking that went into that, it, he even, you know, carried a rake that uh, one zookeeper left in the enclosure, and because the, um, his little space is, you know, open at the top, he propped, like, with his hands, like a human, propped up the rake on the side of the wall and just climbed up the pole. And um, also one time they would, you know, wrap wire around the lock of the gates, but uh, Stoffel and his mate... um, you know, his mate climbed up and actually, you know, pulled the locks, like, out of a slot, slot out of their slots, and um, Stoffel pushed the gate, and they were, like, set free. Um, quite interesting how they thought of, how he thought of different ways to get out. Um, must have been quite a mischief. So we're going into a bit of sadness here. Um, their lives are not perfect. They are pretty set with a lot of defense mechanisms and are, you know, seem like they have it all. But uh, they are endangered. It's parts of their range. Um, you know, it's us humans. Uh, they are, I would say, they're apex predators. I don't know if that would be correct, but they don't have many um, predators above them in the food chain. So it's um, humans that hunt them. So uh, mainly bee farmers who are worried about their beehives getting raided. Um, Totally understandable, you know. They raise you know they get honey for a living and it's you know it's controversial but they have a f- they normally have a family to feed and so they can't afford to have beehives destroyed by these honey badgers but um i don't think they should uh, shoot you know shoot the honey badgers um which is mainly how they're getting killed because of the conflict between animal and human, which is very common, and um, that's when conservation comes in to protect them. Bee farmers have found, though, that keeping beehives a few feet higher off the ground um, protects it, So because honey badgers can't jump. So um, that can be... That's a solution. Without having to kill any honey badgers because they're pretty miraculous animals. So hopefully that will help, and also, you know, conservations. Zoos are doing a great job as well. Um, And, yeah, so they're not critically endangered, but numbers are declining uh, because of human-to-animal conflict. I don't want to leave on a bad note, although there is hope, um, I'm a big believer of wildlife conservation and that will that has helped with so many animals. But uh, you can go and watch The Crazy Nasty Ass Honey Badger, uh, narrated by Randall, whoever that is, to get a bit of taster of what honey badgers are really like. Um, some video footage with some hilarious narration, which you can watch on YouTube. Uh, 
my favourite platform to watch some free stuff because I'm a cheapskate. But yeah, go give that a watch. So that was episode one about honey badgers. Uh, me talking about my favourite facts about my favourite animal. They are pretty awesome. I hope you agree. Um, and they're really cute. Although maybe their person, their behaviour might not be cute. They are cool, cool creatures. Um, and I really hope you enjoyed that episode, our first ever episode. Uh, if you could leave a review, um, if you liked it, or if you didn't, give us some constructive feedback. I will carry on trying to teach about different animals because and get people excited about them um, because I love just learning and I want people to love learning too. Yeah, so have a really, really good day um, or evening or morning. Just enjoy the summer. In England, it isn't too bad. It's been pretty good lately. Maybe some off rainy days, but yeah, enjoy as much as you can in lockdown, and hopefully I'll see you soon. Bye!